This is episode 77 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. The seven habits of highly effective people is made up of timeless and universal principles. Today, we're going to talk about the first habit, be proactive. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Thank you for joining us today. If you're a new listener, welcome to The Focused Mindset. And look down at the links and I'll leave a link for you to join our community if you'd like. So you never miss any of the content that we put out, any of the resources that I give away. This month, I am giving away a whole month's worth of free SEL kindness lessons. You don't want to miss that. So check the show notes when you get a chance. And I am so excited to listen in on this conversation that I had with Dr. Trevor Dietrich. Dr. Trevor Dietrich is a principal in the CNUSD school district, and he came and spoke to us about the seven habits, and he's going to give us the rundown on the very first habit of highly effective people, and that is be proactive. Now, being proactive is so much better than being reactive. Any parent knows that. We fall into being reactive so often when we just fall into uh, our old ways, the ways that we've done since the beginning of time, it seems like. Somebody says something that triggers us and off we go in our automatic patterns. But being proactive takes more effort, takes more work, it takes planning. And it makes such a big difference in our life. But I always say that having the focused mindset means that we're choosing on purpose what our next best choice is. In order to do that, it takes a certain level of planning and proactivity. So when we think about what Trevor is talking about, let's let our mind move to imagining a world where we can add being proactive to each and every day. We can do that in the morning by making plans for our day. Throughout the day, we can keep ourselves in check and as we go to bed. So let's listen in on how Trevor outlines this so beautifully. And then at the end, we'll wrap it up with how we can utilize it in a solution-focused manner for our family. Be proactive. Have a one. Be proactive is foundational to all of them, right? um, Kid language, I'm in charge of me, right? That's what proactive is. There are four highly effective practices that go along with the habit, be proactive, right? One of them is that we pause between stimulus and response to choose our response. Okay, Um, so you talk about parents modeling leadership. It's a it's almost like doing um, 
like metacognition and a think aloud for your kids, right? So stimulus and response, something happens to you and you respond. We have a, there's a uniquely human characteristic, which is the time and space between those two things, the stimulus and response, where we get to choose our response. And we need to stop choosing based on the emotion of the moment, but choose uh, based on our character and choose based on the fact that our kids are watching, right? So if someone cuts you off in the car, what do you do? Or, or with any stimulus, if something makes you mad, it's like the best learning opportunity for parents with their kids is truly when, when their kids see that something has made them mad. And if a parent at that point can say, you know what, I'm and literally say these words, okay, I'm going to be proactive. I'm going to stop here and, and choose my response before I respond, right? Just by saying those words, you've already kind of calmed yourself down and you're going to be able to do it, do it a little bit uh, better. But, uh, Using the words, uh, think aloud, if you will, while you're going through that, that's how kid, parents can model leadership for their kids, and that's how kids are going to learn what does it truly mean to be proactive. So that's the first highly effective practice. Uh, another one is to act in your circle of influence, not your circle of concern, right? So your circle of influence are things that you can control, and your circle of, of concern are things that might, you might be worried about, but you ultimately have no control over. Right. I mean, in our current circumstance with with the COVID-19 closures and all that stuff, there are a lot of things that we're worried about that are not in our circle of uh, influence, but are in our circle of concern. We have no control. Right. But what can we control? And the, and the better question is always, well, what can kids control? They're just, you know, what are, what are things in their circle of influence? They're just children. Right. There's always something. And it's the person looking back at you when you look in a mirror. Right. I control me. Kids can always control themselves in any circumstance. And so we talk about that. Uh, and, and again, parents need to model that with their children and find a situation that the kids are aware of what's going on and, and, and just do a think aloud with it. The third highly effective practice is the idea that we use proactive language, right? The words that we choose make a huge difference in, in, in our family life. Right. But there's actually research behind language and brain chemistry. Wow. The words that we use can actually change our brain chemistry. If we start using negative and defeative words, I can't do this. And, you know, this is just happening to me and there's no choice. And, you know, all these types of things, it actually releases uh, chemicals in our brain that can alter our mood uh, and, and all kinds of things. But the, but the opposite of that is true, that when we use positive language, it opens up our minds to see the possibilities of what we can accomplish. And that actually releases positive endorphins in the brain uh, to lighten your mood and so forth. Uh, and the final um, effective practice that we're going to look at is the idea of becoming a transition person. A transition person is somebody who by following this habit and these highly effective practices can help other people transition to becoming more proactive. And that's really ultimately the parent's responsibility, almost their moral obligation for their kids, right? If you are a negative and dour person who thinks the world is going to end and everything makes you angry and there's no, you you can't do anything about it, your kids are going to be the same way but you can help transition them. And, and by being positive and modeling uh, control and, and, and pausing between stimulus and response and using all the positive language, by modeling those things, you can help your children transition uh, into becoming a more proactive person as well. And so I think with a lot of these things, like I said, like with teachers, it's the inside out approach. Parents have to embrace these habits 
and their kids will see it. Mm-hmm. They can't just, it can't just be words that you tell your kids, right? You know, do as I say, not as I do. It is throughout the day, choosing on purpose to think what you're going to say and then do this. It is, um, all of it is a, is a concerted effort, right? This is something that it, you have to choose to do this. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not going to happen by chance. Right. Do you have a story or something that you remember that really lets me know and, and all the parents know that, you know, it's worth it? In a classroom, like here's a, here's a simple one in kindergarten. Kindergartners are notorious for tattling. Uh, it's their job to let you know what everybody else is doing in the classroom, right? And when we started teaching this, uh, the kindergarten teachers were very clear with the kids, be proactive, I'm in charge of me. So as soon as a kid would come up, like let's say they come up, Mrs. Kretz, Mrs. Kretz, so-and-so, and then the teacher would just say, you know, Trevor, who are you in charge of? And the kid would, the kid would almost, almost in a defeated kind of way because they wanted the cattle, kind of go, I'm in charge of me, uh, and then go back about their business, right? And it really, I mean, just a simple thing like that, like how do you get kids to stop tattling? Teach them how to be proactive. How to, how to, yeah, and, and that actually uh, that actually works tremendously well uh, with the, with our youngers. It fits right in with their all about me attitude, but it's almost turning it into a way that they're having a strong character. You know, because especially kindergartners, they're very me oriented. Mm-hmm. But I love the way that they change the language to say I'm in charge of me. Because aren't all kids after power? Aren't all kids after being in control? And in a way, just that very thing empowers them, but it also teaches them a character trait. That was outlined so perfectly by Dr. Trevor Dietrich. I understand how all of those four quadrants go together to produce a person that is able to be proactive in their life. So let's do a quick review The very first quadrant was that you're in charge of you. I'm in charge of me. I like the kid language that he said. It's basically just all about teaching our response and capturing that space. I mean, so many times I talk about the pause button, and that is essentially what capturing that space between when we're triggered and when we take action, if we pause between there, there's a space where we can breathe. We can have a mindful moment, and then we can choose how we're going to move forward. And then he went right into talking about how the only thing we can really control is ourselves. I love that part of being proactive, because as soon as we take the energy off worrying about all of these external things that we have really no control over, and we begin to say, what can I do about it? What is my next step? Well, then it just relieves so much of the stress. We don't even realize it, but it does. Because when we are worrying, I mean, we can worry all day long about an earthquake. Uh, Here in California, in our education system, they usually teach about the big earthquake and the faults. And every one of my kids had their moment where they came home from school and um, thought that there was definitely going to be an earthquake that was going to floor all of California any given moment they wanted to live in fear and the science class was helping him do that. In reality, we can't live in every single moment worried about in this example, an earthquake. We need to be able to worry about, are we prepared? Do we have the things that we need for an earthquake? Well, if we do, then let's worry about that. And then that's it. There's so many things in our life that we can put that into practice. 
And then he talks about the language we use. Isn't it crazy how just switching up some language and even our own self-talk can completely change the direction of our life? I mean, it's actually that serious. If we've been spending all of our time thinking about, oh, this is probably going to happen and I'm just a realist. Well, sometimes the realists are focusing on the negative possibilities that are going to happen. Maybe it's more realistic that there's something positively great that's going to happen. So check our language, our language to others, our example of how we're talking and don't forget to check how you talk to yourself. And the last quadrant that he talked about is becoming a transition person. More or less the way I look at that is being a great model for others. Just modeling the behavior that you would love for other people to have. If you um, hope that your kids learn kindness, be kind. If you hope that your kids learn how to be considerate and patient people, Show them that you can be considerate and you can be patient. Yes, teaching is also important, but when it's coupled with them watching you do the very thing that you're learning and admitting up to the times when you don't, that's when they will have the confidence to put the things in practice that they learn. It won't just be words that were said, but it will be actions that were done. So my hope is that we all realize that being proactive is a very important part of our growth. Being solution focused means that we do choose our preferred future and walk towards it. There's a preferred future that sometimes we put to the back of our mind, ignore or never think about. When there's a situation that arises in your life next time that seems like a real problem, a real challenge, take a minute and think if this went really well, what would that look like? Picture it in your mind, picture all the details about it, and then see what you can proactively do to take a step forward towards that preferred future. That's how we can use the habit of being proactive in our solution-focused approach to life. So as we go out into this world being proactive, being good examples, let's make this day amazing. And next week, we are going to talk about habit number two. We're going to dive right into that. And we're going to walk through each and every one of these seven habits with Trevor Dietrich in the next few weeks to come. You won't want to miss a single minute of these next episodes. They don't take long, but they're packed with information to help our life. So don't forget to check the show notes. Hop over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com to check out all the resources we have, including my course, Conversations That Empower. That affordable mini course will be a tool that will help you communicate in such a way that you will make imp impact on the people that you speak to, a positive impact and make a difference and you'll feel confident. So you can jump over and get that. And um, gosh, I've got to get going. So until next time, keep in touch and take care.